Hey guys, Dr. Greg here, and on today's episode of The Daily Dose of Dr. Greg, I have a local private chef, Chef Neil, with me, and he talks about how he got into doing private chefing, how he, um, the, the ingredients that he uses, and his mission. You will be blown away. Uh, listen closely, and you're going to love this episode and share it with your friends. All right, guys, Dr. Greg here, and on this episode, I have my good friend, Chef Neil, on board with us. Chef Neil, thanks for being here today. Hello. It, you know, it's it's we've been friends for what a couple of years now. We met um, in conversing around an elite athlete, and making sure that they could have what they want and need. And here we are, two years later. Yes, talking about food, dude. Yes. So, um, a lot of people understand eating and clean eating, and I'm grateful that it's starting to become more of a understood world. Sure. Yet. There's still some, like, uh, I'm not so sure about where this is all at. So when it comes to clean and healthy eating, why don't you maybe just chat about that a bit for our listeners? Uh, yeah, I realized several years ago that um, uh, there's a lot of Americans that have issues with uh, their dietary needs, right? right? So that's when I designed a, a line of meals that were uh, gluten-free, low in sodium, no added sugars, you know, dairy-free, right? Right. Because... Uh, you know, those items tend to cause a lot of issues inside people's bodies, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and you can't find a lot of that stuff out in the world. Like, say, if you go to a restaurant and eat, you don't know what they're putting in it's your impossible. food. impossible. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> it's, it's just important uh, to me, you, and you talked about clean ingredients and fresh ingredients, and um, those are going to be all natural ingredients, right? Okay. There's, you know, no preservatives in them. They're pretty much your, your fresh vegetables, your fruits, uh -huh. um, your proteins are going to be, you know, pasture raised or from a local farm that, you know, that. you love or you, you see what they eat, right? Because what they eat goes into their body, mm -hmm. which goes into your body. Totally. Right. So that's what we talk about clean eating. Um, <clears throat> so just pump the brakes there for a second. Yeah. So like paint a picture for me around your world then where you... Were you a chef in some big restaurant or like what was, what did your world look like when you had this epiphany of like, these people are not doing what they should. And man, I feel like this calling on my heart to step in. What, what was, what were you doing at that time? So uh, healthy eating has always been a, a, a passion of mine. Okay. okay. So I, like back to being a little kid. Um, I would say I grew up eating comfort food right okay. you know okay. my mom was uh, from a family of nine and so she's the oldest daughter so they it was a lot of comfort food you know casseroles you know yeah, yeah. in midwest and right. stuff so um i remember eating you know you know cream chip beef over toast i mean that was kind of like a dinner you know my mom you know my mom and my grew so so you know tuna noodle casserole yeah. you know that's what i grew up on spaghetti you like but then it was uh, when I moved to Minneapolis. I was in the fine dining, you know, restaurant scene okay. a lot, and I, I just got immersed into it. And then I, I loved to entertain, and so we'd have people uh, over. So it was reading all these, you know, different recipes and stuff from magazines, uh -huh. and I, I really cared about what I was putting into my body because it was a direct reflection, you know, on how I would feel. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it was. I was trying to create this. I call it a 100% salad, where I'm getting 100% of my daily nutritional needs in a salad, right? Nice. So, yeah. so, you know, you know, greens and dried fruit and, you know, I think I was like cottage cheese and stuff for the protein and nuts and seeds. You know, I was into hemp seeds 
you know, long before, long they before. Were a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, because I just knew that just this protein powerhouse, right? And so, um, you know, I was just really into, you know, biking. I'd bike to work and um, just... So you're working in the food industry? And the not, not then, no. Okay. And um, <clears throat> like I said, I just enjoyed entertaining. Yeah, totally. Right? And so... Um, fast forward, you know, 10 years and I'm like, all right, it's time to, you know, go to school for something I enjoy. Right. So if I was going to be a personal chef for someone, I knew I had to be credible. Right. And so that's why I wanted to go to school. Oh, that's crazy. Dude, I love that. (laughs) Okay. So time out now. So the mom that's listening to this podcast is just saying, so he had time to go and read these books and find all these things and make this hundred percent salad. And here I am. I don't even have time to do any of that. What would you say to that mom listening to this? Uh, don't freak out, you know, about something like that, right? Yeah. Find stuff that you um, enjoy to eat, but at the same time, it's, you know, nutritional for you. You want to, you know, pay attention to what's inside of it, right? We've talked about clean eating. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and once you start, you like, you can't you know, pronounce some of the ingredients, then just put it back on the shelf. Right. You know, it's like, just give it up, okay? Yeah. So I even went through a phase where everything that I ate was just whole food, right? So I would just go into the grocery store, whatever I could take, and that's how I would eat it, right? Like, so if, if it had the preservatives and stuff in it, it would just stay on the shelf. So yeah. it was a lot of fresh fruits and, and vegetables. Went through a lot of canned tuna, actually, in that day. Just okay. as a poor college kid, you no, know. I get that, I get that. <laughs> but yeah, it was... Um, and that's, you know, that's just what I believed in. So, so if I hear you correctly, what, you, what you're telling that mom is like, don't think that you have to become an executive trained chef and have everything perfect. Start simple, right? That's, that's really good. Yep. Start with simple food. Uh, move up from there. The, the funnest thing about cooking is that it's, it's your creativity, huh. right? Like yeah. you can look at a recipe, read a recipe. You don't have to have all those ingredients in the recipe, yep. right? <laughs> Just do your best. And you know what? If you like it with more paprika, then put more paprika on it. I know. You know? I know. So. You say that and I have to giggle, dude, because so I was raised in a house. My mom was actually actually a home ec major okay. in college. My mom was raised on a large ranch in North Dakota. And my mom is straight up Betty Crocker. Like that girl, like I grew up eating food from scratch. We had a we had a we had a huge garden. If we had chickens, I probably butchered the chicken at my aunt's farm. There you go. So so <laughs> I, I say all that, so I have, I may be like you, like, oh, I'd, I'd like this a little bit spicier, so I'm going to add some some of this, and, you know, I, I want this a little more savory or a little more protein, and and as lovely as I can say this, my wife is the biggest rule follower in the world, so if the recipe says, oh my gosh, yeah. right, if the recipe says <laughs> one-eighth of a teaspoon, she wouldn't even dream about a sixteenth sure. or a quarter. Sure. So, and I think sometimes, um, now the demise of my way of cooking is if I make something that's epic and my family's like, dude, you, you gotta make that again. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I always write it down. Like, honestly, like <laughs> you, even if you're just playing around, write it down because if it turns out great, I've you want to know. I've never wrote it down. <laughs> so I always like when I'm doing it, making up recipes and stuff for my business, like I, I'm writing it down as I go along Yeah. and then I take a picture of it because I'm always going to lose that sheet. Right. Totally. So. And then do you go back and like it's a note, like it's a scratch or? Well, no, I'm always adjusting on the paper when I'm making it, right? Like I'm tasting it. Tell you know? me your process, right? So you have an idea. What does it take from oh. something from your head <clears throat> to get to my table with the Chef Neil label on it? Sure, very good. Um, so my friend was like, Neil, you need to make this like Philly cheesesteak soup. I was like, got it. All right. So 
I took out some flank steak, you know, seasoned it up, grilled it off. Yep. And I was like, okay, now it needs, you know, the peppers and onions. But I can't just throw peppers and onions. I need them to have, you know, more flavor. So I grill them, right, so they get that fire-roasted flavor. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so now it needs, like, almost a beef broth. So I make my own beef bone broth, Stop right? Yeah. So I had that in there. And I'm thinking cheese sauce. So I'm thinking some heavy cream and some... Uh, just regular like, Kojak cheese, and then I'm thinking it needs something more to just elevate it, take it over the top. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, smoke Gouda. So I throw oh, that baby. in there, right? And then, like, top it off with some uh, fresh scallions, you know, and then it's an amazing soup, and all the ingredients are, you know, keto-friendly. Right. And so, bada-bing, bada-boom. So you'll catch yourself, so someone gives you an idea, Yeah. and then you take your idea to the kitchen, yeah. and then you test, <laughs> and or do you feel like you have a pretty good palate as to what the world likes? Or do you feel like you're, like, what is, who, I guess, who's your testing ground? What is that, who are, who are your, your taste testers and what does that look like? Um, honestly, it's it's the clients every week. You know, like, yeah. I'll add something to the menu. I'll see how it sells. If it sells, it becomes a regular it's pretty thing. easy to figure yeah, that out, it right? Is, like, it is. like, this thing went, I can't keep this in stock. There's <laughs> something to make more It's of. like that Philly cheesesteak soup. It's really hard to keep in stock. Um, another thing that I do too, like I'm looking at stuff, say if I have leftovers, right? I'm looking, right. so I, I created uh, two different soups based off of leftovers. One was a meat and potato soup, Amen. right? Yes. So I had a bunch of grilled <laughs> sirloin and then, you know, roasted potatoes, some smashed potatoes. And so I did the classic mirepoix of, you know, the celery, onion, carrots, and yeah. then, um, into a beef broth again with the, the steak and potatoes and, and it was a very delicious soup. I think I had like my prime rib uh, blend to it. So yeah. I had the rosemary and yeah. stuff to it. Yeah. And um, just a fresh cracked black pepper, just took it over the top. And then the other one was this uh, a roasted chicken, a creamy roasted chicken, um, creamy roasted, or I'm sorry, creamy chicken roasted vegetable, right? So I had all the roasted vegetables, you know. Leftovers and chicken stock heavy cream and that you know that was the soup you had me at heavy cream twice uh, that's all <laughs> I, I honestly <laughs> think like a, a great soup let's is, go back i know we're going to jump around a bit yeah. um the, what is it so let's say that there's a a person that maybe has walked this same journey as you and they're like hey i want to be a personal chef and you said that you wanted to have that credibility mm. would you still take the same steps educationally that you took or would you what would you tell that person that's like i want to do what you do what do i do I would say definitely find a mentor, right? Okay. Um, start, also start, get a job in the restaurant, right? Because I think 80% of what I learned is from on-the-job experience. Hey, exactly. Right? So in, in culinary school, I learned all the classical French, you know, cuisine, like just the practical stuff, right? Yes, yeah. And um, throughout my jobs in my 20-plus year career, like I've definitely learned a lot more. Right. Mm -hmm. And then plus, you know, stay on top of, you know, reading, you know, doing recipes, doing all that stuff on your own and, you know, finding out what you like. Um, but then getting under someone as being uh, like their sous chef. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so you sitting can, in their yeah, hip pocket. Yeah, yeah. So you can learn and like really just dive in because I honestly believe it's all about what you put into it is what you'll get out of it. Right. 100%. Do you have a sous chef right now that works with you? Not yet. I'm working on it, right? So you have to get to a point to where you would have the need for that person. No, I, I do have the need. He is, um, 
he's a he's a manager at another restaurant right now. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm really pulling hard on him. Yeah, so it'll, it'll work out. I love yeah, that. I think so. Um, I'm a big tips and tricks kind of guy. So if someone's like, Chef Neil, give me the your best tips for clean eating. Like, what are the musts that a listener mm. should be like? Okay, do this, don't do that, buy this, throw this away. Like, what would be your top? Maybe handful of recommendations. Uh, that's that's really good. Um, definitely start in your cupboards, your cabinets, and just throw all that stuff away. You know, all the stuff that you don't eat, haven't touched in six months, just throw it all away, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then you you need to replace a bad habit with a good one, right? Okay. So that's just going to be all the new food then that's going to have to come yeah. in. What would you, if someone was like, okay, I'm willing to get rid of something and replace it, what would be your top ditch and pick up um hmm i would say the ditch would probably be like a vegetable oil shortening i was gonna say the same thing and then replace it with uh like your olive oil you know your cold pressed you know organic olive oil is definitely the best and then there's you know avocado oil you know which is also really good yeah Um, coconut oil refined coconut oil um and i just made some popcorn with coconut oil it's amazing I don't know. I haven't been doing that my whole oh, life. My word! I wish that popcorn was actually healthy. It, it there's so so many carbs in it. <laughs> so. And I've made so I I I buy genetically GMO free sure. kernel. I put got and I have like the old school like turn it on the stove top. Oh, okay. Um, unit, coconut oil kernels, and then I have grass fed butter and good salt that I nail. Oh my gosh, like. Dominate. Are you uh, a black salt, Himalayan pink, gray um, salt? Real salt from Utah is probably my my, okay. my pick. That's I like cool. a I like a fairly minerally salt. I, I like things salty. Um, um, I know that that's kind of a. Actually, that's okay. I salt my stuff too. So. Yeah, you know it's it's funny because I was actually um, I was doing my Bible study this morning and, and we're in Mark chapter nine where it talks about the salt being salt and what salt does mm-hmm. and I think you know if there's enough salt it's perfect if there's too much it's like whooft that's salty and if there's not enough it's like did you put anything in this so I, th- I thought that was a really cool thing to read about this morning that's a whole other conversation that we can have on here though sure. as well um man so we talked about what made you a chef um you know my wife and i probably a lot like your standard client that you guys have we have we have kids that are active and they are busy and we value good food right. so um like, how would you, like, what What would be, like, if you were to say, Greg, these this, th- these are your go-tos, man. You have to have these things at all times. What are the go-to, like, simple meals that you'd recommend for a family like ours? Sure. So, um, even uh, my kids, I had them design meals for me, right? Lovely. So, it's like, you know, they're, they're designed by kids and they're for kids, right? Mm-hmm. And so... You know, these are smaller portions, right? Um, but they don't always necessarily have to be heated, you know, to be yeah, heated, right? Yeah. So, like, I rolled out with these organic grass-fed beef sliders, right? Nice little, mm-hmm. uh, you know, beef patties, right, that kids can kind of just pick up right. and eat. There's sweet potato fries and some grapes, you know, so, right? And then another uh, line that I have are snack packs. Um, I have a few different ones. My favorite ones, it's called... Uh, on the farm, right? So it's got like two hard-boiled eggs, some fresh-cut veggies, you know, Dude. and then cheese cubes, you know. So That's clutch. It and and then uh, we have one uh, protein power snack pack, and so it's got like grilled chicken, hard-boiled eggs, uh, our house-made ranch, you know, uh, 
uh, carrots, celery, and then uh, cheese cubes. You know, so, so just having those things handy. Ready yeah, to rock yeah. And, roll. and you know what? Um, even if you know you guys as as parents, you know, the easiest thing to do if the food is is ready, prepped, and available, yeah. the kids will eat it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if you already have your carrots cut, your celery cut, you know, your broccoli cut, put it in the fridge. You know, cheese cubes. You know, all that kind of stuff. If yes. you have that available, that's what they're going to go to versus the bag of chips, you know, in, in the in the pantry or whatever. Right. You know. Right. So Just get what's easy. That's what's funny too. You know, you mentioned like you know your love for the kitchen. And it's it's one thing, like if you're doing it like for fun, like you know, but it's like another thing if you're doing it like for production. Yeah, man. It's totally how, different. How have you kept your passion? Because it's, so like uh, yeah, no, it's so good. I love when people come to my house, and they're like, "Greg, this is amazing." That's what. And I'm like, like, I know. <laughs> it's like, that's why I love doing it. I'm a it. words of affirmation guy. So, sure. so just come to my house and enjoy my food and tell me how amazing it is. And that's why I was like. And I get that there's that balance, right? <clears throat> like now this can, can you keep that passion component, but now it's a production and you may not have that same feedback and you're like cooking this masterpiece meal often. How have you balanced that? Um, and it's, it's been hard, you know, honestly, it's, it's, it is hard. Um, and you know, I talked about getting a, a sous chef, you know, someone that I can train, Yeah. you know, and be able to give him kind of like control of the kitchen. Yeah. Right. And then now I can go out and seek other clients, customers, accounts, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So, sure. so then, uh, and then. For me, it's like I love creating the dishes, right? I love talking to people, customers. Right. Like I don't have any problem with that. And then now jumping into the production aspect of it, it's, you know, I'm there on Mondays from 6 in the morning till 9 at night, right? Like Whoa. I have so much going on, right? Like I've actually created formulas in Excel to let me know how much of each protein of each flavor I need to make, right? <laughs> so, like all my vegetables, like to the ounce. Yeah, like there's no room for creativity. Well, no, it's I mean it's all it's, creative. Like I've it's created on the it. front end, but now it's production. Now it's production. Yeah, we're yeah. doing 500 meals every Monday. It's yeah. production. It's straight like, up, you got to get work done. Yeah, it's, you have to be exhausted I, on a Monday night. And you know what's funny is like working 15 hours for yourself. So much different than working. So much different that for someone yeah. else you know so yeah. it is my passion it is what i enjoy it's what i what hear you saying though is what really fills your <clears> cup <throat> no pun intended is you'd like to get more to the like who are the people that are enjoying the stuff and how can how can you take your knowledge and get it out there more as opposed to like if i said one of my kids loves to play would you rather so if I said, Chef Neil, would you rather oh, have a 10-inch chef knife in your hand all day long prepping vegetables, or would you rather, you know, be rubbing elbows with potential clients or business partnerships? You'd be like, here's the knife, Greg. Like, I'm good. Not that you don't balance, you don't understand it, though you get that. There's obviously limitations, you know, yeah, of, of what can happen inside that. So would I would I be correct in <laughs> that you would rather? I would. It? I would rather be the one bumping elbows. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm 45, you know, and it's like, I mean. 50-pound sacks of potatoes are getting heavy, you know, and it's standing real. in one spot, you know, cutting yeah. all day. That's it's hard, too, you know. So, um, plus, it's it's the burns, you know. It's it's the right. cuts. It's, right. 
That's so let's go there right? for a second. Where do you, <laughs> Lord willing, and 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 whatnot, where do you see Chef Neil's healthy meals in five years? Yeah, we. Um, I see us having a, a very large warehouse uh, production kitchen, making ten thousand meals a week out of. I see us, you know, helping many families throughout. You know. Twin Cities area, you know, we can even go nationwide in five years. Who knows? Yeah, you know? right. But you know, I, that's that's my vision. My dream is to be just helping out um, as many people as as we can. So what I think I hear you saying is you want to just do more of what you're already doing, and have more people yeah. on the inside helping you do that. Yeah, I need to raise up a small army. You know, to and and that burden does that excite you? That or are you like, oh man, that would be. Because for me, one of the things that I love about what I get to do now is, so Simon Sinek's one of my business mentors, and he talks about, like, executives, per se, are people that take care of the people that take care of the people. So, for example, like, if you if you have a sous, a sous chef, you are taking care of him or her, right. knowing that he's taking care of the people. So there's a shift inside of that. Yeah. And part of that is um, I have a passion for building people. And for uh, equipping people and for pulling their potential out of them. Because I know if I make them a better people, now it's one to many. You know, when you started, you're, I mean, even to, to this day, those 500 meals are coming from your hands. And I think I, I love that, that vision of how could I take who I am, the processes, the Excel spreadsheets, the communication, and bring people in knowing that like for example i guarantee you that you would bring some people into your world that would be like remember going back to the the, the knife and the interaction they'd be like can i have the knife mm-hmm. i love the knife so we find those people yeah you know and i like for example even in in my business what we've found is i used to be the everything i used to be the guy that would answer the phone and the person that did everything and now what we've learned is there's about three things that i am the best at in what we do and then we bring people in. So there's a friend of mine, another guy, his name's um, Dan Sullivan. He's a business coach. And he, he actually wrote a book called Who, Not How. And the gist of that book is, like, for example, let's say digital marketing. You might be like, oh, I have to learn that. And I'd be like, no, you don't. You need to find a who instead of figuring out the how. So that's been really beneficial for us. Like, like for example, we have an executive producer in this room right now that's behind the controls. I, I think his stuff is cool, and I could learn this, however... I don't need to because Ben's right. amazing, right. you know. So I think that's one thing as we as we as we grow and we have this. And by the way, I love your vision because you. I love that you actually closed your eyes when you were telling me <laughs> because I because you can see it. Sure. You saw that warehouse. You saw what the production kitchen looked like. You probably saw how many <clears> chefs <throat> were in that kitchen. You probably saw what the coolers and the freezers and the delivery trucks. You probably have all that mapped out in your head. And I love that that our brains can really bring those things, those visions that are congruent. So that that is that is super mm-hmm. cool. So let me ask you this then. So outside of cooking and and delivering amazing meals, like what fills your cup? Uh, you know, I spend time with the family and stuff. Like, uh, tell me about your family. Sure, we have uh, three beautiful girls. Um, all this is like thirteen and just trickles down and very you know, cool. Eleven, nine, You're and a girl uh, dad. I am. It's payback. 9 you said? Yeah, it's payback oh, for so sure. Good. Um, yeah, the uh, oldest is just a spitting image of me, you know, the character, everything like that, you know. So we There's your along. sous chef, probably, right? Oh, eventually, yeah. For yeah, sure. that's so good. And um, 
the middle one, she's she looks more like me, has you know the the more olive complexion yeah, and yeah. the dark hair, and uh, the young one, she's just. She's just an angel. She runs around singing all day, just How dancing and stuff. So you enjoy being a dad? I do, yeah. We started going to like kung fu together, you know, so <laughs> take, she's so my little good. kung fu buddy. Yep. You know, the thing that one of my <clears throat> clients, I, I worked, I was blessed to work for an Olympic gold medal wrestler many years ago. And what he said to me, because our life when I worked with him was Olympics to Olympics. Like everything was, you know, it was, it was London to Rio and Rio to Tokyo and and he said, you'll never recreate the chapter you're in. And I remember he said this to me right around the time that my wife and I had our, our last child. And I literally remember holding Navia the day she was born. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I will never, ever, ever again have a time in my life when I have a one-day-old baby of my own right. in my hands. And that really struck me. Because I think a lot of times this world says, like, what are your dreams? And you're like, and a lot of times what we hear with that is, uh, is I'm not content with where I am because there's this thing that I'm looking for and it robs us mm-hmm. of right here, right now. Like, for example, in a couple hours, I'm going to go home and I'm going to have that little five-year-old and I, and my seven-year-old, my little girls, are going to scream daddy and they are going to, at Mach 12, run into me and launch themselves yeah. into my arms. Yeah. Just enjoy it, right? Right. So, so I love that, that you can have that. Um, what else? What else would I? What else would I catch you doing on a day that you don't have a chef's knife in your hand? Yeah, so I um, I bought my middle daughter chickens for her birthday, right? So we've been <laughs> making a chicken coop and oh my word, yeah, right. And uh, we decided to put it into the the garden areas fenced in, you know. And so um, she let all the chickens go, and they took care of the garden for me. Yeah, you know. How many chickens does she have? Um, it's ten. Um, Are they laying yet, or did they lay for yet, you? Yeah, okay, so, yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, it does, yeah, but I, I feel they'll probably be laying soon. That um, is so cool. Yeah. Now, in lieu of that, because I grew up in a ranching area and community, sure. talk to me about, um, I think that you do things differently than a lot of, like, you know, food companies, and a lot of it is your sourcing. So do you, would you mind sharing kind of just, like, your philosophy and your mindset around, because not 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 every pepper or, or pound of beef is created alike. Yeah, you're so very, talk to me about your philosophy and, and, and your doingness around that. Yeah, you're very right, you know, about that. Like I said, you know, what what's your food eating? What's what soil is your uh peppers growing in? Right. Right? Because yes. um kale is like one of the dirtiest vegetables because it's pulling all the nutrients in from the soil, right? Which is not very good, especially if it's not organic, you know, so all those pesticides and stuff and Boom. kale is like it goes deep, right? So it's pulling all that in okay. to the kale, right? Yeah. And so you eat that kale, now it's, you know, inside you per se, right? Okay. So um just gotta be super careful of what vegetables you're, you know, sourcing organically. Yeah. Right? Because also carrots, they can say these carrots are organic, but just because they're grown in sand, right? So, so you take, you take those carrots, you know, versus like say farmer Bob's carrots down the road, which are also say organic, Yeah. you know, and the flavor profile is going to be so different. hundred percent. Right. So it matters what your stuff is growing. I have to tell you, so my mom's a hundred percent German, this food, this, you know, one of what I was telling you about, and she makes German food from scratch and her, like her famous soup is called borscht soup. It's a vegetable soup, beets based soup. 
And and when mom's in a rush, she'll make it with like frozen vegetables, and it is just blah. <laughs> and this summer, I took her recipe, and I went to the to the St. Paul Farmers Market, mm. and I got fresh beets and fresh dill and fresh beans and fresh uh, potatoes, and it was to die for. <laughs> it was so good. So it just it makes such a difference. Like not all vegetables are created alike. So. Now, with that being said, are you able to support local farmers per se? Are there rules because you're commercial, or so how as, does that as game work? When I process them, those rules change, right? I can't turn around and sell you a pork loin that was get, you know that I bought, but I could turn around and sell you a pork loin that I cooked for you from a farmer, right? Nice. Okay. So yeah, if I had, um, depending on you know a farmer that could support me and you know my usage, right? That's another story. Right, because I mean, it takes a long time to grow a cow. A cow only has Probably especially right. Yeah, a cow yeah. has you know twelve hundred pounds of meat on it, you know, but then it's all different parts of the cow, yeah. right? Yeah. So if I'm doing you know just sirloin steaks, you know, and I'm running through you know two hundred pounds of sirloin a week, you know, or even say like chicken, right? yeah. it's so so hard, you know. So being able to have that supplied for me. Right, because yeah. there's a lot of farmers that they'll just have whole chickens. Well, now I need it processed. I need boneless, skinless breast, because I'm also yeah. in production mode too. So exactly, yeah, you, you're so not the guy hard. that that has the hanging half of a beef that rolls into your kitchen. <laughs> right, now, you I, probably know how to process one, but it's just not feasible for you to debone and process. Time, and, yeah, yeah, you don't have bandsaws sitting in your kitchen. So yeah, dude, that is so good. So I am, um, so you talked about what you're currently working on. So you're in. Uh, at least one grocery store, or if not a couple here in the Twin Cities area. We are definitely in <laughs> the, the Egan, uh, Egan High Okay. Yep. So if you're in the greater Minneapolis area right now, or who knows, by the time of that this comes out, it might be more, but for sure, the Hy-Vee and Egan. Yeah, we're working on Lakeville and Savage. And those are freezer selection so things? There will be, yeah. So okay. we do um, crockpot ready meals, right? So we have the meat, the... Uh, the vegetables, the sauce, everything packaged up, right? Very They're vacuum cool. sealed, right, okay. uh, in these. And so uh, keep them in your freezer. It just makes it really quick and easy. Throw them in uh, the crock pot, go to work, them, yep. come home and enjoy. Yep. And how many different options? I have eight right now. Whoa. And yeah. So uh, working on, I mean, if you buy them online, there's 30 different meals that I have. Okay. However, for um, the retail, we have right. eight. So, okay. Yeah. And then... The, the local online, so it's chefneilshealthymeals.com. Correct, yeah. And you, got, you cook on Mondays, and people can go on and order whatever they need, and you guys deliver within about 25 miles of yep, the Lakeville area. Yep, yeah. That's so, amazing. So we go as far up to Hopkins, um, you know, Hampton, you know, yeah. all the way up to Woodbury, Lake Stillwater. Elmo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very cool. And... Um, so people hear about paleo and keto and all of these things. Do you have, what type of, dare I call it, diets per se, do you cater to in your, on your yeah, website? Yeah, I, we, I like to cater to all of them, yeah. right? Because, um, like I said, with, you know, eating healthy, it's, it's just based on these diets, right? Okay. So, uh, we, yes, we do have paleo. We do have keto. Okay. But you'll find our food is almost naturally paleo naturally yeah because you know, get a bunch of grains exactly, and a bunch of you know, right? nasty things in there yeah so so yeah with like say my keto package you're not going to find those grains in there right totally so you're getting a protein and vegetables and then a nice fat boost with the gourmet compound butter 
That sounds amazing. What is your top selling item? Um, <clears throat> it is it is the freezer meal packages, but that's only because you know it's like two hundred of them. Yeah, yeah, two hundred dollars yeah. a unit um, for those ten meals, and then each meal feeds four to six people, right? So that's a huge top seller for us. Yeah. Um, breaking it down into the individual meals. People love the grilled sirloin and the grilled salmon. Yeah. And then the next one is going to be our chicken parm. So yeah. We do. Yep. We do a gluten-free chicken parm. That's really good. We sell okay. it with organic brown rice pasta Dude, and our housemaid so marinara. So. Now, before we walked into the studio here today, you talked about a trailer and the ability to come on site and serve like events. Yes. So tell tell the listeners a little bit more about that. By the way, if you want his trailer. At the same time, my daughter graduated from high school. It's busy. <laughs> you have to fight him for that. You right? have to fight me for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll have two up and running. By hey, yeah. hey, there you go. But, so tell us more about the trailer. So yeah, I actually um, got it from my uncle. He used to do cater, you know, barbecues and stuff like that. Yeah. So got it from him. Came fully loaded with all the equipment, and um, you can't pull that with a BMW, though, can you? No. So uh, my friend does have a, uh, it's like a 2500 series yeah, truck. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that pull he, pulls, he pulls the trailer and then I'm always pulling the smoker, right? So we show up to an That's event. That's right, two different. Two, okay, yeah, at the same okay. time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so go back. So tell me more about it. So we, uh, yeah, we just did like a Oktoberfest party, right? So I did the VIP event at the top of the hill. Um, you know, had all the, the, the food ready for them. Uh, we did like a smoked, um, do you know like a pork crown roast is? It's just, it's just like the pork loin with all the bones still in it, yes, right? Yes, And so I smoked those, right? So each person just got this nice thick pork chop, you know, with the bones still Sounds in it. That's amazing. And um, did uh, like this apple and red fruit compote. That was kind of like the sauce okay. for it. Okay. So just imagine this flavory you know, with like cherries and blueberries and apples and garlic, you know, Amazing. and then like the, the garlic mashed potatoes and grilled asparagus. So they got like that meal. With like this. So for the listeners, what would be like the ideal like event? Would it be a, like a wedding or would it be a high school graduation or would it be a family reunion or like what is, what is like, what fits right into the wheelhouse of the trailers? Um, the trailer would be definitely for outside events. Um, with the Oktoberfest, we use the, um, the trailer to do, um, we had pork schnitzel that we were, Amazing. you know, frying out of. We had our brats, the smoked brats, grilled brats, um, and then a bunch of different sides, you know, they could choose from. So I also, we also did a, an event um, in Burnsville. We did uh, smoked chicken wings. Right, and so we're selling those out of the 240 pounds chicken wings. Just gone. that is amazing. Just yeah, it was insane. But um, good for them to have. Definitely, it would be an outdoor event. That's you cool. know, um, love it. You know, there to be like you know 200 people. I think would be great. You know, That's super so cool. okay. So as we wrap up, so a person's listening to this, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm in I'm in the Minneapolis area. This is awesome. How would you like? How would you encourage someone to just? sample your stuff or how, how would you encourage them to be like just do this this and this and that'll give you an idea of of who i am and what i offer and what it tastes like and then you can know whether or not you're all in yeah. or maybe it's not for you so how what would you t what would you like if someone's listening like okay all right i'm gonna do this so so they go to chef's meals healthy meals.com and what do you what should they get um the sampler package is an easy one to start with there we go right so it's it's five of my best top selling proteins, right? Okay. Along with, uh, there's five of our sauces. Okay. You know, special sauces in each one. So it gives us a good, or it will give you a good idea, kind of like what we're about. 
Wow. Right? So it's you get five meals, I think it's like sixty two dollars. Something That's like that. It is, yeah. Um, one of our taglines is you can't afford to eat healthy, right? That's something that I believe we can offer for you. That's good. Right? And yeah. um, and so with this, it, now it's your health delivered, right? So that's what we're we're focusing on here. That's so good, dude. That's so good. All right, last question. This one's not on the sheet, just so you know. That's right. If you could put any statement on a billboard and everyone in the world could see that statement, what would it say? Um, first thing that came to my mind was is our mission statement, right? Which is? It is love God, love people, eat healthy, live healthy, and then teach others to do the same. So. That works for me, man. All right. I love that. <laughs> All right, you guys, there you have it. Chef Neil on our podcast. What an amazing conversation. So if you found value in this, we would love for you to share it with your loved mm-hmm. ones and, and comment. Um, if you are so willing to, Give us a five-star review uh, wherever you might listen to podcasts. I offer a free bottle of my favorite vitamin D for each episode, so you'll get your name in a drawing to do so. And we're just grateful to uh, to, to pass things along. So, Chef Neil, dude, great conversation. By the way, oh, we had conversations about us bringing future podcasts into Chef Neil's kitchen to do some how-tos. So you're going to probably see this lovely olive-skinned bearded dude (laughs) and I uh, sometime soon. So there you guys have it. Have a great day. Thank you.